Hello there and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 26. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. My name's Gary. I'm the head of design here at Captivate. I'm your host and each week I take you behind the scenes of what's going on here at Captivate. We'll talk about some industry news. We'll give you some tips and pointers to make sure that your podcast is rocking and rolling. This week I'm joined by Danny. He's been on the show before. He heads up our user experience team And this week, Danny and I are going to be talking about how to grow and retain your listenership by keeping them engaged. Now, this is a big old subject. We've seen loads of tutorials about this. We've seen, quote unquote, the gurus putting out courses and everything on how to to do this. And it's a bit of a minefield. It can definitely be a minefield at times because essentially there are just so many tools. There are so many tools available to us to help us increase or even kickstart our engagement with our listeners, whether that's new listeners or whether you've had a show for years and you want to, you know, start to improve how you communicate and engage with your listeners. There are so many things available to us. So it can be a bit of a minefield. So Danny and I are going to talk through a couple of scenarios and situations around uh, newbies to podcasting, or if you've had a podcast for a while, uh, some approaches to your content and some approaches to how you can link that with some of these tools and services, things like, you know, social media, audio quality within your your podcast. Uh, Do you offer paid for content or paid for value, that kind of thing? Uh, Educating your listeners and, you know, lots of different things that you can do. So Danny and I are going to talk through that stuff now, get some of his insight because he's a very experienced podcaster. If you listen to the previous Captivate Insider episodes when he's been on a wealth of experience there, he's been doing this for years. So he knows he knows the game, so to speak. So we're going to go through that stuff. And hopefully by the end of it, you'll have a bit of a plan to put in place and some tips to get you started so that you can increase your engagement and increase your listenership, which is only a good thing, which will then open the door for other things and other opportunities within your podcast. So without further ado, here's that chat with Danny. Enjoy. Welcome back to Captivate Insider for episode 26. It's the guy that you've heard on this show numerous times now. And uh his lovely, lovely dulcet Canadian slash Scottish vibes. Always a good chat on this show. It's Mr. Danny Brown. How are you, sir? I am all good. Dragged, kicking and screaming back into the three. You did. You did kick and scream. But I had to drag. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a bad thing, though. That's not a bad thing because uh, I need to plan these better, I think, because what I typically do is I think of a subject that I want to talk about, and which is all good. There's nothing wrong with that, but I tend to do that fairly last minute and so i have to go and bug somebody in the team and be like i know you're busy but i need you i need you for half an hour so yeah danny did complain just a little bit but nah, that's all good just a teat all good just a man. little bit <laughs> all good so how's life as a podcaster dude how's uh, how's everything rocking how's pod chat all good it's good mate yeah it's going really well that's uh relaunching uh next week actually took a little summer break i uh, did a recap episode uh, a few weeks back just catching up on the first eight episodes so yeah it's really good some great guests coming up nice nice oh, okay so you're doing the whole season thing okay well I like it unofficially yes but i i'm <laughs> just doing episodic it's just i fancied a summer break <laughs> just fancied a break why yeah. not yeah listeners i'll see you in about two months yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great show, Podchat. Anyone that's not listened to Danny's show, uh, go and check it out. I'll leave a link actually in the show notes. Go and listen to it. Some great, uh, some great conversations happening over there. And that's your, I, I love your style of, um, of of content, dude, with your podcast. It's very 
relaxed conversational no nothing to uh, you haven't got like an agenda like some um, interview style podcast it's very much a uh, questions, boom, 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 one after the other. It's very much, we have to get through every question. Whereas yours is a bit more relaxed, a bit more, you know, flows nicely. It's very cool. So, Take yeah, lessons from you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, uh, we, know what we, we know what we're doing, I think, by now. We've mm-hmm. been in the game long enough, I think, is, uh, is the safest way to explain that. Um, so this week we are talking about um, retaining your listeners by keeping them engaged it's uh, as i mentioned in the intro it's a big old subject this one it's one that doesn't really get brought up as a specific thing that you have to do it's more of a yep you should be doing this part and you should be doing that part and you know you should be looking at that and there's lots and lots of tutorials about about this stuff but it tends to be a bit of a minefield so we're going to go through a few scenarios and uh, a few discussion points whether you're a new podcaster or if you've been doing it for a while some things and some advice on uh, on getting that rocking and rolling. So first first point then, Danny. So for somebody that's new to this and they're planning a new podcast, uh, they've got all their content sorted, they've got all their assets ready, their cover art, you know, everything's ready to rock and roll. Are there any considerations that you think they should make right now, early on? So when they start to grow their podcast and when they start to talk to more listeners and so on, Anything that they should be doing so that that becomes a lot easier to do and uh, there's a lot more value to mine from that later on. Yeah, I think you probably want to plan out how you want to engage your listeners. So is it going to be on social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, for example? Is it going to be email newsletter? Is it going to be on other podcasts, for example? Um, so get a, a plan. We've got a great planning tool in Captivate, funnily enough, that you can do stuff like this on. Um, Gary should use it, actually. But um, oh, all the cordial stuff just went out the window there. Um, so, yeah, just look at the ones that you want to, you know, how you want to engage uh, and then sort of identify, okay, if I want to um, be very chatty, maybe Twitter is going to be great. I can just talk about the topics, the guests, et cetera, without really promoting the show heavily, um, but really explaining what value potential listeners would get, you know, from the show and from the the various episodes and then look at the tools you're going to need so if it's going to be email um what's your budget for email is it going to be a free email service like substack is it going to be paid like aweber or mailchimp i mean they have three accounts but if you want more features then obviously you pay a little bit more um so just really identify what time you can allocate where you're going to engage or the, the most you know optimal engagement point for you i guess and then what that's going to cost and what it looks like and then just sort of sit down okay how many times do I go on Twitter? What uh, what part of the day is best for me? When do I send emails? And, and all that kind of stuff. And just sort of think that way. Um, and that'll give you a good starting point, which you can then tweak, you know, as you go on. Nice. That's cool. And I'd like to add to that. In um, But just to reiterate, what you're saying is in the early stages, as well as planning out your content and planning out the direction for your podcast, to also spend a bit of time to plan out how and on what channel and what service or combination of those things you're going to start engaging with your listeners right so one thing i'd like to add to that is as as you plan for that that's um that's all good but then in practice as you start to consistently publish your content is to try and put some time aside to actually do that stuff and that's something that i failed at very badly in the past um 
in I just think, oh, that's okay. I'll just jump on Twitter for half an hour and I'll do that and reply to people or go over here and do some Instagram stuff. Inevitably, what happens is life gets in the way, something happens, work gets busy, combination of those things. And before you know it, a couple of weeks have gone past and you haven't spoken to your listeners at all or anything like that. So really try and put... And again, we've got some really good, as Danny said, we've got some great planning tools within Captivate that you can that you can do this this stuff with. And one of those things is to really time box a portion of your week, whether that's every day or every few days, once a week, whatever that might be. Really time box it so that your your listeners know that there is a human behind a screen or a computer somewhere that's actually engaging with them uh, because if you if you there's nothing wrong with leaving it for a while I don't think like if obviously if you go away on vacation or something like that then you would let them know um, you'd pin a tweet to the top of your timeline maybe is a good one um, to let them know uh, but really that's one thing that I really sucked at early on is <laughs> jumping onto the socials doing that for about an hour really getting stuck in then they just wouldn't hear from me for like 10 days, you know, seven to 10 days, whatever. So um, yeah, that's a real good one. So make sure you plan that, plan in how you're going to engage. But then when, once you get the ball rolling, um, really commit to that time box that you've that you've said that you'll, that you'll engage with people. Um, what would you say is um, another thing that springs to mind as we've spoken about this first point, actually, is... Um, the the type of especially on socials the type of engagement that's not just your usual i've just released a new episode go and listen because that's that's the default right that's the bare minimum Mm. that a lot of podcasters do so uh they'll stick a tweet out or an instagram post and it just says hey episode 200 has just landed we speak about this thing go and listen check it out on this podcast app or this network excellent thumbs up but really that's just a that's just a static billboard if you if we try and equate that to something that you drive past on the motorway or the highway, that's just a billboard, right? This is the mm. one-time thing. So what would you say you could, and I realise I'm throwing a curveball at you, but what would you say are some other methods that you could do to add to that so it isn't just a one-way street? Because I think that's important, right? Engaging with listeners is a two-way thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And and our colleague uh, and the Captivate founder and MD, Mark, uh, Mark Askos, is really good at this, where he creates threads that grows the topic around the episode that he's sharing. And it's all at the very end of that thread that the link to the episode is there. Um, so he'll say, you know, something like, I found out something I didn't know about Geek Show X this weekend and it blew my mind and then he goes on to explain it and about the guest and links out to the guest and you know tags the guest etc or, or tags the host uh, and it's like a storytelling like you say it's not just a static billboard on social media now you're sort of building up the excitement it's almost like a trailer to a movie uh, you know we've seen some great trailers recently for star wars mcu etc um, and it's got us all buzzing we talk about it in the the non-work nerd talk channel on slack um, because it builds that excitement. So I, I've seen a lot of podcasters do that, which is very cool, where talk about stuff that blew your mind in an interview that you never knew or in the podcast topic if you're a, a solo host and you're doing research and you found something out. Talk about that and say, I talk about this and more in this week's episode. You can find it here or wherever you get podcasts. And ask people or other podcasters or potential listeners that you know are interested in that topic. This is where Twitter lists come in great where you can put down a list about people that are 
that like Star Wars, people that like Marvel Universe, people that like purple lettuce. I don't know if there's such a thing, but if people like purple <laughs> lettuce, you, mm-hmm. you can ask, Very hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you can then start a conversation with them saying, I, I, I was doing a podcast the other day, I found out this thing about purple lettuce, and I know this is your field, um, no, pun, no pun intended, um, I know this is your field, um, can you tell me more about it? So now you're actually having a conversation about someone that's an expert in a space that's in now a potential listener for your episode because you've reached out to ask them about that topic that you knew little about. So little tricks like that can really help, I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you never know, you might get somebody that comes back on Twitter and say, well, not sure about the purple lettuce, <laughs> but I've got some blue lettuce here. It's close enough. Exactly. Come and on then the you've show. maybe got a guest on. Yeah, there you go. You've got a guest in your podcast. Bang. It's as simple as that. It's, a, <laughs> it's easy, this podcast well, and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> easy, isn't it? That's extremely niche. I love that podcast about lettuce. Purple at that. Good. Makes notes an episode planning tool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a lot of content creators, Danny, put their listener engagement and monetization in the same bucket, which is weird at times. So <laughs> they sort of get this mindset, they get this thing, and it's it's easy to do. Uh, I say it's weird, but it's easy to fall into this uh, into this trap of thinking that um, your your engaged listeners are your paying listeners who are paying for content. And while that's partly true to a degree, um, your your engaged listeners uh, the only be- uh, it's not the only benefit that you get from them is a financial one is what I'm trying to say. So you can't it, it's um, it's there's a little bit of narrow-mindedness there, I think, with some podcasters that think that it's, um, if, if you're somebody that's replying to your social media accounts or whatever, then they must be eligible to pay for your content, which is not always the case. And, of course, we have the whole um, extended, um, well, I guess it's another channel, I suppose, but it's just, uh, it just has a monetary tag to it. Uh, things like Patreon and, you know, some other services, buymeacoffee.com, those sorts of things. So when you are when you've got your listeners who jump on board in that respect then that's just a given of course they're engaged because they're paying for your content having said that there are some other benefits that come with um listeners that are engaged that are not financial so um what are the benefits of of say for example if you had 2000 followers on twitter for your podcast and 50 of them were on patreon all of those other podcasts are still hold value right yeah, exactly. And I always equate it to um, non-profit and charity uh, supporters and donations, etc. Not everybody can afford to to pay, especially in the current economic climate, for example. Not everybody can afford to pay um, and donate to their favorite charity. But there's other ways you can support. You can, you know, you can volunteer to help out at a, an abuse center, for example. You can, you know, help put flyers out and deliver flyers, etc. To mailboxes that promote events that the charity's having. So non-paying followers and non-paying listeners are just as you know um, effective and just as valuable if not more so sometimes than paying uh, people that pay for your show yes it's awesome that you're monetizing and you've got supporters that that take value in your work and want to show you how much value they put into your work by supporting you each month but the ones that share your podcast every week when your new episode comes out are the ones that are actually enabling these paying people to come and support you. So they're both as valuable as each other. Yes, they are. Yeah, and I'd like to touch on this subject of advocates as well. I think that's an important one because I've had this with a couple of my podcasts in the past where 
something might something might have happened on on social media say on twitter for example where somebody might have um somebody might have their knickers in a twist about a certain subject which is not unheard of of course on on twitter and social media and you know things have got a bit heated and so on and you've missed it you've not been around your phone or computer you've missed what's gone on and you know they might have been targeting that at you as your as a content creator or something like that. They've maybe they've not been happy what they've heard on your show, and the only way that they can voice that is to jump on Twitter or something. But you've missed it. But then a couple of times when I have missed that stuff, and it's only happened a few times. Some of my listeners have actually jumped on board and defended the subject, defended us as podcasters and content creators and so on, and have gone to bat for us when we've not been around. And those are the type of listeners that you absolutely want to keep and and engage with because they're the advocates. They're the ones that, alongside doing that, they're the ones that will tell everybody else about your podcast as well. So conversation down the pub or again on socials, whatever. Um, Anybody got any recommendations for a podcast about this? Boom, they're straight in there. And they'll be like, yep, listen to this one, this one, and yours is in the list. Thumbs up, everyone's cool. So um, it's not just the monetary value that's important, I think. It's also having those advocates or trying to convert those people that are just sort of regular listeners that dip in now and then, um, but then will become advocates the more that you try and engage with them. So, yeah, try and keep that conversation happening. Um, uh Within your, what it, like as Danny said, when you're planning this, whatever social channel you decide to, to to hop in and grow with. So as your podcast matures, then, so I'm again I'm talking about more of a sort of a new podcaster, I suppose. But as your podcast matures over time, uh, with any luck, the number of your listeners will also increase as well. Hopefully, that's a natural, organic thing. So as you put more content out, publish more consistently, the number of listeners will all hopefully grow as well. Um, but one thing I'd like to touch on is this early adopter. Uh, subject as well so right at the beginning of your show from episode one you will inevitably have um however big or small that number of people are some people that just really like your show from the beginning and they like you as a host or presenter whatever and uh, and they will follow you and your podcast and there's always that small band of people and in some cases i've heard podcasters actually refer to those people as a dis you know a, a unique band of, of of people on one of my podcasts i call them the grizzled ancients <laughs> they're the people that have been with us for for years and have listened since episode one and uh, and have stuck with us um so what can we do to assert value to those early adopters then because um you know they can be an, again another powerful asset to your to your show right mm, and i think these this ties into your advocate um point earlier gary um where you know we want to keep advocates engaged and reward them and i think this ties into the the early adopters that are often our most loyal listeners and followers and i think some of the things that you can do give them cool names like you've done but maybe create a sticker or something like that that's got that cool name just for them that you can ship out to them uh, or a little fridge magnet or something that's just a nice little simple gift that you can say this is purely for the 20 people that have been here since 2015 that I know, you know, give me constant feedback, etc. Um, create, if you wish. Um, this is like an idea I'm messing about with uh, for uh, for Podchat, full enough because of some of the the people that have supported it from the early days, even though it's a new show. Um, but in Captivate, before we uh, became part of the global family, we had an advisory board 
with some amazing people from the podcasting space, Evo Terra, you know, Jordan Harbinger, people like that, uh, that helped us shape the features and, you know, guided us in some of the decisions that Captivate made. And to have something similar like that for your podcast. So people that have been there since the beginning, if you've got a new show coming out or you're thinking of branching out into paid only um, newsletter content or something that's very different from what you're currently doing that's going to impact your listeners because it's such a different approach, reach out to the early adopter and say, hey, I know you've been listening for XYZ. I'm thinking of doing this, but I'm a a little bit wary because it might put off a good chunk of my audience. What do you think? And that whole involvement of your show, they essentially become producers now or, you know, or advisory council members, if you like, of your podcast. So they're very much invested in it. And I think that helps them appreciate that you do value them and you want them to be involved in the growing success of the show that they helped kick off way back at the start. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. So try and involve, try and involve those people so that they do, they, they have a sense of um, of ownership, I guess, over your content, which ultimately will reflect back as they listen to that content. They feel like they've shaped that in some way. That's great advice. And I think one tool that's really can be really great for that if you if you want to look into it is to um, create a, a Discord server for your podcast. So within Discord, you can essentially set up various different levels um, for your for the the members of your server so you can divide those and give them um you know give them labels or group them into certain you know types of 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 people within your server which is a really good way of then um trying to promote some of that ownership as well and and give them give them make them feel like they have a little bit of a little bit of power over your content i guess well not power but you know some definitely some involvement and, and things like that and uh it, it can be a really good tool also to um alongside building engagement um to build community as well so that's another important thing i think is is to have that sense of community because moving on to our next point actually we have um some listeners who i guess you would define them as lurkers i think it's probably the best <laughs> the best word for that and they sort of flirt with your content now and then they don't listen to every episode religiously but you know, they will dip in at various points. I do that definitely with a few podcasts where more than down to time, more than anything else, I, you know, I don't listen to every single episode uh, that comes out. I think, um, uh, you know, Podcaster Stories is one of them. Podchat's another one. I just can't be bothered to listen to uh, to all of Podchat's episodes. It's, um, <laughs> it's just too much. Um, so what I tend to do is uh, I will dip in and out. And so I think, okay, this week I'll listen to one, that's cool. And then maybe two or three weeks will go by, I haven't listened, you know, and then you jump in and listen to another one. Um, so for those lurkers then and the people that aren't really consistent listeners and they're not really, like they're they're probably the lowest on the scale, right, in terms of engagement and so on. Uh, any advice to get those type of listeners sort of back into the loop and maybe, you know, get their engagement levels a bit higher than what it was before? Yes, I think it's it's twofold. I mean, there's always going to be people that just want to jump in and out now and again, not listen to every episode that a podcast releases, and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have limited time, you know, during the day for for podcast listening, so it's completely fine. But if you do want to try and encourage them back in, one of the things that, that I found useful, I mentioned Twitter all this earlier, but one of the things that I found also useful is if you've had a discussion on Twitter or someone's e- emailed you back when it's a newsletter's gone out with the new episode or, or anything like that where you've sent 
something out and you've got feedback on it's ended up in a little conversation make a note of that you can keep it in a you know, like a, a, little, a simple CRM, you can keep it in, you know, just a Google Doc, whatever you want to keep it. And it just says, had a great conversation about topic X with person Y. And then when a new episode comes out with a new guest or further down the line, that's got a follow up to that kind of discussion or that topic or the point that the person made when they were conversing with you. Now you can sort of reach back out and say, hey, James, or hey, Gary, sorry, I'll, I'll use your name. Hey, Gary, remember when we spoke about X? Well, guest why came on my show this week and we actually uh, spoke about that in that that very conversation and he shared or she shared a really good sort of follow-up point i'd love you to check it out and get your thoughts on it and then just ping that out either on a tweet link to your episode or an email or whatever you want and that it kind of brings people back in and and that's a, a really simple way it's a little bit manual obviously but super simple way of keeping them involved further down the line with you know new episodes that come out yeah, very cool. So being a bit more organised and clever with your interactions, I guess, so that you can follow them up. Yeah, so that's like good old-fashioned um, sort of marketing techniques and so on, isn't it, where you have... Um, and you can also group those um, together. So as Danny was saying, if you just have something like a simple Google Doc sheet or a Notion board or something like that, you can group those kinds of people together and you could... You know, this goes back to sort of the old days of, like you mentioned, CRM type of things where you can, you know, you, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but you could, some people label like, you know, hot leads, cold leads, you know, those type of things where, you know, so maybe not doing it as harshly as that. That's a bit sort of on the nose, but um, certainly um, logging down those interactions so that, yeah. And then, so when you're logging that stuff down, make sure that you also make a note of the content that's, the subjects mm. of the interaction as well because otherwise you'll just have a long list of people that you've engaged with and you're like okay i don't know what i engaged about but um yeah so keep that rocking and rolling so that's and yeah, again great advice dude um so the other thing that you can do as well is um uh, for trying to get people back into the loop uh, is going again back to what you were saying earlier our our colleague mark does this very well where uh, he uses some twitter software that will periodically tweet out um content um that's maybe not related to an episode that's just released or something like that it's just something that's in the same ballpark you know in terms of the the niche that you podcast about it's just not related directly to an episode so it's it sort of strays away from the whole billboard thing but it does create another opportunity for conversation or engagement you know from that level so as well as just um doing the obvious ones of as danny said you know logging down uh, interactions uh, tweeting out when you've got new content published and that kind of thing also tweeting just about the subject itself not just about the podcast episode you've just put out and then you never know you, you do that week in week out they'll you're bound to have somebody that will retweet that or engage in conversation with you and that's as danny said get your google doc out note that down and away you go. So that's a really good way to sort of um, try and try and target the 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 non-engaged lurkers. I think is a that's a good one. Um, okay. In terms of um, uh, we mentioned right at the beginning then about uh, uh, some things that you should do when you're planning your podcast uh, and 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 as well as the content strategy, how you're actually going to plan uh, to engage with your listeners and so on. Um, 
what about people that have been doing this for a long while then? So we spoke about the newbies earlier. Um, I've jumped ahead to uh, to point number six on this dude, but um, the, the the people that have been doing it for a long time. So say, for example, you've had a podcast for, say, three years and you've looked at your analytics and, you know, they're a little bit stale and, you know, things are sort of plateaued out a little bit and you're wondering why, you know, you're not really talking to your listeners as much. Anything that those guys can do um, to get their, their engagement back up? Nah, too late, mate. Missed the boat. Move on, innit? Missed it. Missed it. Gone. Gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mentioned analytics. Uh, you might be looking at analytics. It's gone a bit stale. Why is it gone stale? Have you got too many ads at the front of your episode that people are now skipping by? Or I listened to a podcast episode the other day where I had the same ad for the same uh, brand four times in a 20-minute episode. Uh, and that's Oof. just like overkill. I appreciate that. Obviously, you want to partner with sponsors and partner with advertisers, which is great, but you need to balance that with the the amount of episode time you've got obviously um so yeah look at the analytics and, and try to dig in why it's um why it's dropped off and like i say it could be you've got ads at the start it could be that people are skipping forward and jumping back in halfway through well is your episode too long pull in the episode land you know cut it down a bit edit it in post-production um but then also see maybe just look at people that are online that are getting really good engagement and you can see that they're getting retweets of their posts or tweets about, or whatever it is, wherever you are. Uh, they're getting lots of comments on a, a blog post about the, the episode. Why? Why is that happening? And, and try identify a, a constant theme. And it's because, as you mentioned, people don't go straight for the billboard approach. They talk about stuff, they talk about topics, and they engage that way. And then sort of try to learn from what others are doing and maybe tweak what you can and can't do and see how that goes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think um, the other thing as well is we've we've mentioned a few times now around um, go, go and try this thing, go and try that thing. You know, have you thought about this? I think we also need to we also need to remember, and I'm guilty of this a lot. Is at the end of the day, all roads lead back to your content, right? So, if you're as Danny said, if you look at your analytics and they've they've stalled a little bit and you've not quite having the growth that you expect or that you want at the moment, or you feel like you're not really engaging with people or something else isn't quite right with your podcast, always have a look, go right back to the beginning, have a not back to beginners in timelines like your episodes, but go back to your, your content, you know, is your content still aligned with what you initially started your podcast out? You know, what did you want to say to the world basically? And if you're a, if you're just a single podcaster and you're and you're doing maybe a, a self-help podcast or if you're doing uh, like a news style review type podcast with a niche or if it doesn't matter, if something's not quite right, go back and examine your content strategy. What What is it that's, that users, are, uh, users, listeners are not um, getting on board with? So is it the way that you're delivering it? Is it the format of your show? As Danny said, are you just overloading it with ads? You know, just because you want uh, some monies. I mean, I don't know about you, but I would rather have one ad in a 20 minute show and people listen to that, you know, loads more rather than just second ad in someone switched off. And that just happens over and over again. So go back to the drawing board. It sounds cliched. Nip back and just uh, have a look to what you're doing with your content mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and have a bit of a change if needed. There's nothing wrong, by the way, with... um with changing up your format at all. There's nothing wrong if you've been doing that for a couple of years and it's stalled a little bit. There's nothing wrong at all with changing the runtime, taking things out, changing things. 
Um, but if you're going to do that, just make sure you commit to the change and, and see if it has any uh, any value in that. Um, I don't know about you, Danny. I've listened to a few podcasts where they've chopped and changed things very quickly over the space of a month or two. You don't know where you're coming or going. So, yeah. yeah. You need to give yourself a bit of time. It's like any kind of A-B testing. You need some data to actually test against. So you need the length of time on the, the podcast to actually consider what's not working. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And to finish up then, dude. So um, as I mentioned right at the beginning, there's a ton of tutorials on this stuff, loads of courses and, you know, the quote unquote, the podcast legacy experts, you know, they will, they will put out loads of things on how to do this stuff. But as I mentioned, it's typically a lot to process and we've given you quite a few tips already. So, um, in terms of somebody, and again, this doesn't matter whether you're a newbie or if you're somebody that's podcast for ages, we've spoken about both. What would you say would be your top three things that you absolutely have to do, regardless of how long you've, you've been doing it for? So I think one is probably consistency. I know we, we always talk about consistency when it comes to publishing content, but consistency with every single thing that goes alongside that content. So you mentioned earlier how frequently you jump on social media and what days and what times, um, how are you communicating with your audience? Um, how are you presenting yourself? Are you presenting yourself as like this super smart person in your podcast, but then being a bit of an arse online? Because then that's going to put people off because it's two different, you know, two different personas. So be consistent in everything you do. So your audience will understand where to find you, when to find you, what to talk about and what to listen to. Um, audio quality is key I think you don't have to be a super editor but take pride in the quality of your audio so it's enjoyable to listen to you know learn stuff like why it's important to level out the volume between three or four guests so everybody's speaking at the same volume and one's not listening through a tin can and a bit of rope or a bit of string you know to the other person so take pride in what you're presenting and publishing and what you're asking people to listen to and there's loads of free options online that can really help you with that um, and then uh, really think of how you're going to reward people and encourage them to be engaged listeners. That seems super simple, but it's super important. So going back to advocates, going back to our adopters, do you give them a lifetime free subscription to your premium content so they never have to pay for it? Um, how are you going to thank people for leaving a review or for sharing your stuff? Are you going to give them little stickers? How are you going to Make people feel good if you meet them at podcast events and you know stuff like that. If you you meet them offline, how are you going to make them feel important and and that you're truly thankful for them a listening frequently and for promoting your stuff? So that's free off the top of the uh, the, the bat, top of the bat. Saying I have no idea, um, but that's free right there. Uh, there's a, a few more, obviously, but yeah, just just be want be someone that should be engaged with, I guess, or be a show that should be engaged with. Absolutely. Yes, you want to. And and I love those three tips, dude. Yeah. So um, I gave a talk at an online event. This was a while ago now, earlier this year. And that was actually the subject of my talk was consistency. And it's all about not just how often you publish, but everything else that goes with it. So you have to be, you have to treat it almost like, treat your podcast as if it's, if it's a business, right? Or if it's a product or a service that you would, you know, you would, um, try and uh, get users to, to, to use. Like if you were a software developer and you were building something as a side project and with a hope of one day having that side project turn into your full-time job and, and stuff like that, treat your podcast in the same way. Treat it as something that 
Um, yes, it might be a hobby for now, or it might be a side project, but with a view that absolutely one day it's going to pay the bills and stuff like that. And if you do that, that will then almost force you to have to prioritize and time box that stuff and be consistent. So I love that tip, dude. And it's so obvious as well. It's such an obvious one. Um, but yeah, you, you see a lot of podcasters that do that for a while, maybe a few months in a year, and then it just, you know, for one reason or another, it just stops, but you've got to push through <laughs> you just got to keep going. So, uh, that's a great tip. And then just to finish, dude, um, I'm not going to give three, but just one final tip from me, I think on this, um, and I think you touched on it actually, I might've robbed you on one already, but, mm-hmm. um, just be, just be approachable in everything that you're doing with your, with your show. So if somebody tweets you to say, I really enjoyed your latest episode, it's very, very cool. Um, as lo- as well as replying to them, obviously, which you should do try and try and it sounds very obvious and cliched based on the theme of this episode, but try and be engaged with them. Like we've said, it's a two way street. You can't expect everybody to be engaged with you if you're just a static billboard. So as you don't want to reply with just a thumbs up emoji, you know, you want to actually, you know, refer to them by name, you know, thank them personally, you know, let them know that there's more content coming up, all of that good stuff. So be approachable and just be the sort of person that as word of mouth spreads about you and your show, Everybody knows that you're the guy that they can go to to listen to the stuff that they want to listen to if it's niche and that they can get advice on and they can come to you and stuff. And uh, again, we've spoken about this dude a few times, but our MD Mark is very much the, it encapsulates that perfectly. He's the sort of guy that will be on Facebook a lot, replying to people on Twitter, doing all that stuff, very approachable. And, uh, and that's the sort of thing to be doing, so... Did you yeah. see encaptivate there as opposed to encapsulate? I said encapsulate it. Mm. I'm going to listen back that. to this and find out. I think you say it's encaptivate. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he captivates that mm. perfectly. Indeedy. Uh, right, dude. That wraps it up. It's been it's been so useful. And I'm, I'm going to rob a few of your tips uh, to use on my own show. So thank you very much for that. It's been great to, to chat to you about this stuff as always. And I'm sure it won't be long before you're back on. Uh, giving some podcasters some very very cool advice on how to get their podcast rocking and rolling so thank you very much dude it's been good you're very welcome i enjoyed it as always thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode of captivate insider that was episode 26 and again a big thank you to danny for taking the time out of his day to come and talk to me about a very fascinating subject and it's a very wide broad subjects that we could probably talk about for hours so thank you very much again to danny and if you're not using captivate yet to power your podcast you can do that with a free trial just head over to captivate.fm forward slash sign up you can pop your deets in there and sign up to everything nothing is locked behind a paywall or anything get full access to all of our features for seven days kick the tires see what you think and i'm sure you'll be impressed and you can get your podcast up and running and in no time get it to where you want it to be and if you've got a podcast somewhere else if you've got it hosted with another host company that's all good but if you've been thinking about having a bit of a change up and you want to look at another host then it's really quick and easy to import your podcast into captivate and again you have everything available to you for free for seven days so go and check that out captivate.fm forward slash sign up and give that a go Until next week for the next episode, take care, take care of yourselves and happy podcasting.